Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, how's it going today? Thank you with another PSO Baseball Podcast. I'm Nick. I got Devin here with me. We've been talking Hello. for a long time about doing this, and I need help. I can't do this by myself because I'm so damn <laughs> monotone. <laughs> so this will be a nice um, inclusion because I'll have someone else to bullshit with, essentially. So Yeah, right, talking baseball and things like that. You may know me from a nice little podcast that is not running anymore called Fan Friction, but we had Caleb on. Yeah. A ways back, and he had a great time. We made him cringe with Toy Story, so you can go find that. Fuck, I don't know. I'm not going to plug that. So. <laughs> All right, so just follow us at PSO Sports 1 on Twitter and Instagram, and then Pointless Sports Opinions wherever you want. So, like I said, we're getting started with a baseball podcast. Um, Devin, we'll just kind of jump right into it. Did that you know there was a game at like 10 o'clock this morning? I I didn't until I like opened up MLB because I saw that there was a ton of games at like seven, eight, nine, and so then I pulled up the MLB TV app and I was like, "What the fuck? There's a game already running this morning? What the hell is like Boston and somebody else?" Well, the White Sox. I think it's just because yeah. they had to make up some games and so this was a sure. throw-in. I think it might have been an off day for them today, but they got the game. I didn't watch it, but I didn't watch it either. You Red, know who won? Red Sox I mean, won. Um, 11 of, of course. 11 of 4. They have uh, they have been on fire to start the year. Uh, they really They have. lost their first series. They got swept by the Orioles, but I think they've won 10 of 13 since then or something like that. So uh, they are number one Super in the AL cool. East, which this is not something I saw um, after last year because they were not that good last year, and they weren't great in 2019. No. Uh, and they, tra- you know, they traded bets. They looked like they were going to a full rebuild. Mm-hmm. But bats have come back. Bats have come alive. Um, and they Mar- kind of are still going towards like a little bit of a rebuild, yeah. I think. I don't know. They've got a bunch of real fucking young-ass dudes on there, you know, so. Yeah, but, they you know. They look good. They do look good. J.D. Martinez is kind of leading that offense yeah. for them. Uh, yeah, they've still got, you know, Stalwarts and Xander Bogarts. Rafael Devers is there. He's been there for a while now. He's still only 24. Yeah. Um, and then Alex Verdugo, the guy they got in the trade for Mookie Betts, he's been playing really well yeah. for him. And then, Has he picked it back up? I haven't paid a lot of attention to the Boston Red Sox, but I know he wasn't like doing super great in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I think he's picked it, back, he picked up. it back up. Uh, after today, I think he had a nice game today, but before today he was hitting, you know, 263 with two homers and 12 ribbies. So, and do you think they're legit? Uh, I don't know yet. It's um, they have a good base because you know Nathan Eovaldi has looked good for him. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez looks good for him. Uh, they should be getting, I think, Chris Sale back at some point this year. Yeah, he's, and they got... He's hurt. Yeah, 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 right. And then... Uh, See if he comes back. Their schedule is looking, like, super-duper light. They've got, like, uh, this little stint with the White Sox, which the White Sox are pretty good, but then and then they've got Toronto, and Toronto's been kind of like... I think Toronto just got, like, a three-game sweep against them, right? The Royals swept them. Yeah, I think something like that. I and think then, the Royals have yet to lose a series. 
and then they've got the they've got the Mariners, which the Mariners are okay. But then after that, they've got the Mets, who uh, suck. They've got a four game stint with the Rangers, who are not so good. They've got a three game stint with the with uh, the Tigers, a four game yeah. stint against Baltimore, and, yeah, and then like, they start to get into some actually decent teams. But looks it's like, like some easy you know, sailing at the moment. Yeah, if they can get out of May, the middle middle to end of May, it starts to get pretty tough because they go up against like the Angels, Oakland, Philly, Atlanta. Miami. So it's like if they can get out of the end of May, I think with uh, like just hovering around five hundred, I think that they'll. I think they can actually like have like a pretty decent. I don't know. They can have a pretty decent chance, you well, know, as long as they're like eleven and six after today's win, and like you said, yeah, if they can kind of get through the tougher part of their schedule and win the and then win the games they're supposed to win. I mean, we can see mm-hmm. this team be competitive. They've got really good bats. Uh, I love JD Martinez because yeah, awesome. he has hit. Everywhere he's gone after he got released by the Astros way back when. Just like but after that, like yeah, crazy. after that, he's been he had a down year last year. Um, but you know, he was the guy who kind of complimented Mookie Betts, and mm-hmm. he was the guy that I guess was David Ortiz's successor. Essentially, he's been the guy True. who's just been a, a great bet and solid contributor for him. Uh, and I'm excited yeah. to see what happens with Chris Sale uh, if and when he comes yeah. back. I don't know when he's coming back, but. Right, he had Tommy John last year, I think, mm-hmm. and he missed yeah. all last year. So I mean, he should be, should be coming back. And some, hopefully, at some point. Hopefully, it's a pretty decent reset for him because I because before Tommy John, he had come back and he was like not pitching, like Chris Sale, right? Like yeah. in the 2019 season, he came back and he like he started the 2019 season off, like bad. So. I don't know. Hopefully, like having like a bunch of that time off and getting Tommy John and being able to rehab and stuff like that, he can kind of get back into Chris Sale form and then can really be like that dude, you know, in the in the pitching rotation. Form. I'm going to contribute those that bets 2019 because of to injury. Honestly, I think he was just trying right, to fight yeah, through it. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then no Fighting one, off. no one wants to be like, yeah, you got to get Tommy John. So. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, Red like Sox pa- lead, Paxton leading that division. Yeah, Paxton, uh, James Paxton for the Mariners going down, Tommy John this year. So bad. Feel, <laughs> dude. feel bad for him, man. He can't stay healthy. It's awful. Feel bad for the Mariners. Yeah. Not not too bad because they're still leading the West. But yeah, they're ten and six right now. They're in, in first place in the yeah. West. Uh, that's a nice little surprise for the Mariners. I didn't think they'd be coming out. I mean, sixteen games in, ten and six, not bad. Uh, and it's they they played like uh, I, I don't know. They had a couple. Like, it's not, like, a super easy schedule, I don't think, looking at it. I mean, they had the Giants, who I don't think anybody predicted was going to be, like, crazy. But then they played the White Sox. They played the Twins. They played Houston. So, it's like, Those you are all know, tough they, teams. they had, yeah, they've got some wins. They had, like, a one little stint against Baltimore in the middle there. But uh, coming up now, they've got <laughs> they've got a two, two games against the Dodgers and then, like, four games against Boston, four games against Houston. So, we'll see how they look, I guess, yeah. in about, like, two weeks' yeah, two weeks gonna time. Be, that's going to be tough. Anytime you go face... The Dodgers and the Red Sox back-to-back it's, because those are two of the best offenses in the league. Yeah, they're the best teams in the league right now. Uh, the thing about the Mariners is, I, I mean, Mitch Hanniger's their guy there. We all know that. Uh, Kyle Seager's there. He's a good veteran player. Uh, I, I I don't know if he's in a contract year, but I can definitely see, yeah, he is in a contract year. That if, you know, I didn't think the Mariners were going to be anything special, and if they continue to play well, they're going to keep him. But if they don't, that's a guy you can definitely see getting traded. Yeah, um, they got their new guy Ty France yeah, too. He's kinda, playing pretty well for him. Kind of jumping out on the scene for him, um, hitting three hundred with a four hundred on base, uh, three homers, yeah. playing well for Came him. Came up in 20, 2019. Yeah, he was a Padre. What? How did he look like here? How did he? I don't even know how he got to the Mariners. I can find out though, real quick. But he's been solid so far. Uh, yeah. Okay. Seattle got him at the trade deadline last year. He's kind of. I want to say breaking out for him, but 16 games in, he's doing pretty damn well. Uh, other yeah, looking at his last season stats, he had an 836 OPS, and then the season before that, he had a 696 OPS, which is like meh, but 836 is pretty respectable. Yeah, and, and it was a shortened season, but still nine, played 43 games. 925 right now, and then through 16 games, so it's solid. You know, yeah. anything above 800 is really good, I think. Or, yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah. I mean, if you can get any production like that out of, out of a guy that you kind of don't know what he's doing, that's great. Uh, yeah, he's still proving himself. Other than that, I don't. I mean, they're gonna have to rely on some some pitching here. You see, you see, Kikuchi. You see, I don't know. Kikuchi. Kikuchi. You he's said, uh, maybe? uh He's been on that team for a couple of years now. He's been. 
Nothing impressive out of him since he came over because I think they got him out of Japan a couple years ago. It's this is his third year in the majors, and he's not done well. And I think he got a nice little contract. Yeah, three years, forty-three mil. So I mean, struggled. His none transition. Of their, none of their pitchers are really impressing me. I don't know. Uh, they got a guy, Chris Flexen, uh, former Mets player. Yeah, three point three eight, which I guess is good. He was in Korea last year or the year before, and they signed him from Korea. How was he? And that might be a really good signing um, for him because he's probably their best pitcher at the moment, and I think he's. A lot of you see a lot of these dudes go to a you know Japan or Korea mm-hmm. and kind of figure their stuff out and become some dudes become studs and never leave, but a lot of guys go there to get better and come back so they can you know get another shot in the sure. big leagues. And it's cool to see if Flexen can kind of keep this pace going. He probably won't. I don't think he's going to be anything special. But you know, as uh, you know, a big Cardinals fans, we saw Miles Michaels come from uh, Korea and he's been. Hurt now, but he had two really good years, so you never yeah, know. Yeah. That's that's something I'm going to definitely keep an eye on. Uh, and then you got, I think the two lefties, Justice Sheffield and Marco Gonzalez. Uh, Gonzalez has been their guy for what now? Four years, five years, and he's mm-hmm. been a pretty damn solid pitcher. Uh, Sheffield's kind of still on the scene. This is his fourth year in the big leagues. I think he's going to be a good pitcher. Pretty, he had a good year last year. Marco's had some pretty. Tough starts this season, man. Shit. Looking at his stats here, Marcos. Yeah, 14 getting runs. Lit up. 15 innings, tough. Shucks. 8.2 ERA. That's a that's, that's hard should, one to look at. That should come down, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, he's only got three games under his belt. So. Like that, those those uh, earned runs are inflated, but. And right now. Sucks. Yeah, and right now it's like so hard for me to gauge, or anyone to gauge what a bullpen's like for any team. Because 15 yeah, to 20 games. Um, so I, I don't really know how I'm going to describe a bullpen I want to kind of get later in the season and see guys get, you know, 20, 30 games under their belt because one guy can go on a hot little run and, you know, pitch 10 innings and not have a problem. But, yeah, I like like the Seattle Mariners in this division. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I kind of – they just don't have the – they don't have a pitching for it, I don't think. I don't think they have like a – they don't have like a decent – I like their pitching is okay, but I feel like – like, especially, like, we were just looking at the schedule that they're going to go up against. I feel like their pitchers are going to get, like, that's going to be, like, a real testament, like, going up against, like, the Dodgers and Houston back-to-back. Like, when like they're going to be going up against Houston whenever Bregman and Altuve and all of them are coming back and stuff like that again, you know? So, yeah, like, which, which again, they'll you know, be coming we'll back, see like a they'll week, be coming back soon, time. I think, actually. Bregman and everyone's yeah, coming back Yeah, I think it's that. Thursday. Thursday marks the 10-day 10 10 day quarantine, so. I think they're actually, they might be coming back tonight. Honestly, I think I saw something. Really? I think I saw something I today li- um, saying uh, that they are cleared from COVID because the MLB is doing contact tracing this year. Like, they're making oh. players wear devices on themselves so they can track, they can contact trace. So that's why you see oh, a lot of these guys go out for a couple of games and then, you know, three, four, yeah, five, three, four, five, six negative tests later, they're back because they didn't have it. But they're just being super careful. But I like what you said I about gotcha. Seattle. They just don't really have the pitching. And I feel like that's the team in general. They don't really just – they don't have it mm-hmm. unless, you know, in two months we just – you know, Ty France is still breaking out. Kyle Lewis comes back and shows his potential last year as he won the rookie year. And, you know, two guys have career years and their pitching kind of gets a foothold and does really well. Um, and yeah, that's a really a tough division with um, the Angels, Oakland, and Houston right there. I mean, Texas is going to be the, the battering ram. I think that they're just going to get beat up on. But even right now, they're 7-9. and nine, So, Yeah. Um, but I, I like the Angels. I'm just going to kind of sit in this division because it's, uh, it's kind of fascinating because Angels are 8-5, Oakland's 9-7, Houston's 7-8. Um, Oakland started off 1-6, and six, and I think they've won like 8 in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I doubted yeah, them a little bit yeah, after they started the season really, really bad. They got whooped up on by, like, the big dogs that were in the, uh, you know, like the big dogs in their division kind of thing, though. You know, going up against – they went up against Houston, Dodgers, Houston, back like, back-to-back series, you know. So, it's like – I don't know. Like, yeah, like, take it with, like, a pinch of salt because it's like, okay, yeah, they're probably, like, obviously going to get, like, just whooped up on by these dudes, I feel like. It's, but then – It's uh, It's been a good – it's been a good eight games. They won it in a row. Um, Matt Chapman has been struggling. Elvis Andrews has been struggling. Um, 
Chapman's one of the guys that they're going to rely on. And they've got Elvis Andrews, who's been a great major league player his whole entire career. He is a 7 for 55 to start the year. That's yeah. It's a tough stretch, but uh, first baseman Matt Olson's been holding the line for him. Jed Lowry, 37-year-old Jed Lowry, finally healthy. He's he's playing in most it. of their games, yeah, and doing it, hitting 333 with a 410 on base. Uh, and Ramon Laureano has been really good for him too, and Mark Connor has too. So they just have these guys that they're able to. Uh, I mean, we've all seen Moneyball. It's like they can just find <laughs> they can just find guys who just yeah. I don't know if they groom them, but they uh, they get these guys who can play and. I remember, Unlock. Yeah, I'm a really big fan of um, Ramon Laureano and Mark Kana. I think just – Kana's 32. I don't know if a lot of people know who he is, but he's been in the big leagues for a long time now. Um, and he's just been one of those guys that Oakland has been able to just keep and be a serviceable player. And Laureano, I, I want to say he has some signs of a superstar, but I just don't think he's going to get there. But he's got a great glove. Yeah. He can steal bags, and he's—I think he's an above-average hitter. Um, I like uh, Jed. Jed's really cool too. I, I don't know, just like touching on Jed Lowry because it's cool because he like he he played for the Mets, didn't he? Yeah. And then like uh, the Mets were like pissed off at him because like he didn't like produce at all for him or whatever. But he was dealing with something with his knee, and they like wouldn't like he was like like they wouldn't like let him get surgery on his knee or whatever because he was having problems with it. I think right. And so then he came over here to Oakland. And, like, Oakland allowed him to get his fucking knee surgery, and now he's, like, doing it. Like, he's out here fucking hitting like crazy. So yeah, it's this like, is his I don't know. third stint with Oakland. He's He was there in 2013 and 14, went back in 16, 17, 18, and the Mets gave him a nice little contract, and he didn't do a damn thing for the Mets. Right. Um, and now he's back with Oakland. I mean, I think that's a place he's comfortable with. So that's kind of cool. Sure. Go somewhere that you want to play with. Um, I think... It's a nice story so far, definitely, to see Jed Lowry produce. He's 37. It's, it's getting up there in age for a, a major leaguer, but yeah, like you said, he's doing it. Uh, and this this rotation, we'll see. I really like Jesus Lazardo, Sean Manaya, and uh, Frankie Montez. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Yeah, yeah. Jesus Lazardo, Bassett, Chris Bassett. Yeah, Bassett and Cole Irvin. I don't really know much about Irvin. It's his third year in the league. And then Bassett's been around for a while as well. So uh, I think that they could have a big three-headed monster with Montez, Luzardo, and Manaya. But we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Like I said, this is going to be a tough division. So we'll kind of yeah, we'll kind of wait and see um, for sure. Easy schedule coming up, though. It looks like they got a pretty decent, a decent stint against, like, Detroit, Baltimore, like some easy teams. Yeah, those so are all. Should, uh, that's what like when teams see those guys on their schedule, they're gonna probably you know licking their chops just because ramp it up a little bit. Yeah, know, Detroit, Tampa Bay. Tampa's gonna be tough, I think, this year, for sure. Tampa Bay is like uh, I don't, I don't, like do you? <laughs> I don't know if they have like anybody. Are you excited about anybody pitching wise on there except for Glass now? It's like even Ryan Yarbrough, I know I had talked to you and I was like, you know, he's like a young Kyle Hendricks kind of thing, but it's like, I don't know, I've, that was something I wanted to like touch on with you whenever we got into this is like talking about like, do you like, do you think there's a spot in the MLB still for like soft throwing Oh yeah, for pitchers? sure. Pitchers? Yeah, for sure. Yeah? It's, they just have to learn to spot their pitches and be deceptive and learn how to just mix in their breaking balls really well. Like Kyle Hendricks, he's having a really rough start, but... His success yeah. has been able to spot a fastball even though he throws at 88. And then, you know, he's got a devastating changeup and he can just drop that on people. And it's, as long as they know what they're doing, like Greg Maddox was a master at it, dude. He threw 90. He could just, you know, paint the black and knew how to just confuse hitters and knew when to throw this pitch to get this guy out. Um, and we watch baseball nowadays, everyone watching it. It's all analytical based, so like, these guys all know this. Greg, Greg Maddox was the analytics before it was even a thing. Um, so I think guys like Yarborough and Hendricks can succeed, even though we are seeing guys, you know, top out at 99 miles per hour. That's what, that's what I think, because it's like, you know, as a batter, I don't know, it's like, uh, you know, they get so used to, like, trying to, like, spot the rotation or, like, spot movement on, like, a 9,900-mile-per-hour ball, you know, and then it's like they get an 88-mile-per-hour ball, and it's, 
you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess like, uh, I, I guess to like a layman, I guess, you know, you'd be like, oh, the ball's moving slower, so it's easier to hit. But I, but I guess, I guess it makes a good point too, that the, if the balls are moving so fast now that a slow moving ball is almost even more confusing. So 88 miles per hour is still so fast. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I say, I say like, I say like it's, you know, slow. But, yeah. yeah. To these guys, it's slow. Sure, right. Um, to answer your question on who I find interesting, uh, they got Michael Walk in the offseason. Oh, that's right. I kind of forgot Walker was on that team. I, Tampa's really good at finding diamonds in the rough as well because they're a, a small market team. They don't spend a lot of money. Um, and Waka has shown flashes of brilliance. We've seen it as Cardinals fans. Uh, yeah, so Good Waka guy. Like, I'm like Michael Waka. Yeah. So I think if they can kind of figure him out and see you know, if he can stay healthy – because I know he's had shoulder injuries in the past. I think mm-hmm. that could be exciting. And then uh, Brent Honeywell Jr., he's 26-year-old. He was like a top prospect a couple of years ago, but he's had like two Tommy John surgeries. He's just had a lot of injuries in his career, and he made his debut mm-hmm. this year. That's another guy who I could see being really exciting. Um, but I don't – and they had Chris Archer, but he's hurt. And I, yeah. I think Archer might be – I don't want to say washed because he's only 32 and he's – only been in the league for like eight nine years so like he's he's still got some juice in his arm but he's hurt right now so we'll see what happens there um but the offense needs someone else one more piece i think the um you know arazareno is good there austin meadows i really like uh brandon lau probably is just struggling right now they got a lot of guys struggling like Austin Meadows, Brett Phillips, Willie Adamas, Brandon Lowe, and Mike Zanino, they're all hitting under mm-hmm. 200. Uh, yeah, it's tough. And it's tough for a guy like Randy Rosarina, too, only being – I know he, like, absolutely popped off, you know, in the postseason or whatever, but it's, like, tough when I, – I don't know, as a team, like, I feel like it's tough whenever you put, like, a lot of the pressure on, like, this brand-new guy, you know. He's, like, only two years in the league kind of thing. It's, like, he's your <laughs> – he's, like, your guy right now. Mm-hmm. Him and, like, Austin Meadows, are, it's, like – I don't know. I've, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they need like, they need like a like a big boy. You know, they need like one of the like one of their veteran guys to kind of like start offensively producing. You know, so that way like the younger guy like I don't know the younger guys don't have to be, the spearheads. For sure. Uh, you know, maybe we see Kevin Kiermeyer. Yeah. Kind of yeah, pop yeah. off. They Kiermaier. got uh, Francisco Mejia, the catcher. He's their catcher. He's playing pretty well for me. He's probably their best hitter, hitting three thirty three, and you know twenty four bats. Him and Mike Zanino are splitting time. Um, but uh, yet to be seen. They're eight and eight. Their offense has kind of been struggling. Um, yeah. I think they're in the bottom third of the league and on offense and in pitch. And their their pitching is also probably in the yeah. bottom third of the league. Um, but yeah, if Tyler Glass now is not on the mound. It's like a toss up. Yeah, so far, and you know the Rays uh, implement the opener and all kinds of weird stuff. So we're gonna see yeah, yeah. what they do because brought- that's that's a tough division too. They brought Yarbrough in, I think, like what, like the second inning or third inning or something like that mm-hmm. for the Yankees game that they just played. But they are eight and eight, so I mean they're not not behind the eight ball or anything. But we'll see what happens there. Because you know they were in the World Series last year and they were the best team in the American League last year. You know, sixty games, but still they were good. Yeah. Um, Let's see if they can find it again. Tampa Bay's cool. Baltimore. I don't really know much. They're seven and nine. I, I thought they were going to be the, probably the worst team in the league again. Um, yeah. Cedric Mullins and John Means, those are probably their two best players. Um, yeah. Mullins is kind of like a, just a slap hitter. And John Means is cool, man. He's been he's been their best player, and he's been a good player for about three years now. Uh, he's a lefty. I'm a big fan of him. Owned him in fantasy. That's why I know about him for, for the most <laughs> yeah. part. That's why I know about a lot of these guys. Um I know he shut down the Red Sox uh, in the opening series, I'm pretty sure. But in four games, he's got – in four starts, he's, you know, 23 innings. He's got a 1.52 ERA. Uh, that guy, I think he's good. I think that's – Yeah, I mean, we love that. I think that's probably going to be their best player all year. Um, but I think they're going to be bad. Yeah, I think I, they're going to be bad too. What the hell happened to freaking Freddie Galvis, dude? I don't know. What do you mean? What happened? He was he was good. He, he was like he was like good, right? He was okay. He's Let's never see. been an on base guy. He's just kind of a 
average MLB 2019, hitter. 23 homers. Yeah, he was just okay, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I hit point, oh yeah, point seven three four OPS. I don't know. I feel like I just, like, uh, heard about him a lot and then haven't heard about him since. That's probably because he's not producing, like, anything, so I guess that answers my question. Looking at his stats answers my question. I mean, he's, yeah, 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 you look at him, he's like, he's not that impressive. <laughs> he's been yeah, big... yeah, yeah, it's like, I hear his name, and then yeah. it's like, I don't really pay that much attention, but then it's like going back. Been no, a big leader for a long time, and I think he's like a, he just plays, I think, all the infield spots for the most part. He, he plays a lot of different positions, or he has in his career. Oh, maybe not. He looks like he's a shortstop and sometimes second baseman. And so, I, yeah, I don't... That's how much we know about Baltimore. I, don't I know, yeah. Um, Trey Mancini's back. He's doing his thing. Not doing well, but... He's good. Um, Charlie's boy, Ryan Mountcastle, been a bummer so far. He's hitting 180 in 61 at-bats. Rough go of things. Ooh. Uh, like yeah, we said, Mullins is probably their best hitter. And then they got Mikel Franco in the offseason right before spring training. He's been okay. That guy's never really found a, a good hold in the league, man. He came up in the, with Philly, and he was going to be their next big thing. And he was just nothing there. He was, he was he not was nothing, but he, was, he just wasn't the highly touted guy that, you know, everyone thought he was. Um, but, yeah, look at so this Mikel team. Mikel or Michael? Mikel? <laughs> Mikel. You could hear. Looks like you could pronounce it Michael. Michael Franco. It's yeah, his American name. You could definitely probably say Michael as well. But yeah, but looking at this team, I'm not that impressed. They have Matt Harvey. He's still in the league. Nope. Gotten three starts so far, but that's a guy I'm excited about just because he was once so good. Because he's now Matt he's Harvey, just yeah. fallen to the fucking dust now, and trash now in Baltimore. Just yeah. talking much trash. Um, go on to Toronto. I think I'm just going to follow divisions here. Um, yeah, that sounds good. They have one of the best players in baseball. Vlad Guerrero yeah. Jr., man. That guy has just... he. I think he leads the league in war at the moment, at this moment. Uh, maybe not. He's league. crazy. Not the league, but he's got a 1.2 war. He just hits yeah. the cover off the baseball. Um, it's crazy. I think when I think of like the best players in baseball or like the young studs, you know, I think of Soto, Acuna, Tatis... Uh, I think we got to throw Guerrero Jr. in here because I don't think he's like. I think so too. I, I don't. I was thinking about this before we started talking. I was like, this is a guy who deserves to be talked about in this crowd, especially with what he's doing now, man. He is knocking the cover off of the ball, hitting 389. He's got almost a 1.2 OPS. Yeah, like it's insane. That is like 900s elite <laughs> for the most part, 950s elite, and he's 150 points, 200 over that, so. His uh, WRC plus is two thirty two right now. That's fucking insane. One hundred is the league average for so uh, anybody that doesn't know two thirty two. What's his hard hit? Forty percent medium hit. Forty five percent. I think he's just taking Jesus. that taking that next step. He's not a great first baseman. I'll I'll, I'll say that about him. But I, watch him hit everyone. Watch this guy swing the bat. He looks like his dad because his dad would just knock this shit out of a baseball. He does the same thing. And it looks like his plate discipline's gotten really a lot better. He's got so, uh, 11 strikeouts, 11 walks. I mean, that's what I want to see out of my players. Keep yeah. the strikeouts to a minimum. Um, he's got 11 RBIs, four homers. He's he's he is something that is overlooked, but we're gonna we should keep talking about him because he's gonna be awesome. Um, yeah. And I I'm very excited about the Blue Jays, just because Me they too. have all these they got guys, a lot of guys, all these guys, you know. Gavin, they got Ryu. Yeah, yeah. Hinjin Ryu's been really good for him. Uh, Steven Matz has been good for him. Robbie Ray's yeah, been good for him. What the hell's going on with Steven Matz, dude? Steven Matz, Steven Matz is like, uh, I don't know. I don't like. It's like weird seeing that, like seeing him go out and like pitch games like that. I don't know. I don't think he keeps it up, but it's cool to watch while it's happening. I think. Yeah, man, he's been off to a great three and zero and three starts with eighteen innings and a one point four seven ERA. I, mean, I, I think on Saturday he was taking a no hitter into like the sixth inning or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that. Um, he's not letting guys on. I mean, it's crazy. Six walks in eighteen innings. I, I'm a big fan. He was part of that big uh, big rotation for the Mets when they went to that World Series. I think it was him, yeah. Harvey, Cindergarden uh, Cinder, to Grom, um, and they expected big things out of him as well. And he's never really proven anything but you know every time someone can always do better when they get a fresh start so this is a team I'm definitely keep my eye on 
Uh, they're in a tough division, starting off yeah. seven and nine. Not a, not a bad start, but uh, I think they could kind of you know. Yeah, I don't a, think it reflects their true. Uh, their yeah, true I think power. I think they could be a force to be reckoned with, but we'll we'll see. Time will only tell. Um, and then the last team in this division that's been the most disappointing team in baseball is the five and ten <laughs> Yankees, man. We love it, honestly. I love it. I love yeah. seeing the Yankees suck. I do too. Fuck the Yankees. But this Fuck is not this is not what we expected, dude. Kind of no. wild. They they just aren't hitting. Um, not at all. Judge is hitting two fifty five. Urshela is hitting two fifty, and then Gary Sanchez is hitting two thirty seven. Everyone <laughs> else is under two hundred. I mean, just ice cold. Those are their starters. But you know, Lemayhu's there. Lemayhu plays everywhere. He's hitting two eighty six. I forgot about him. He was a big offseason signing, then. but he's only got one homer and five five RBIs. But he was supposed he signed. A big contract, and he's supposed to be a force. He hasn't been. I mean, it's just everyone's struggling. I'm kind of – if I'm a Yankees fan, I'm worried. Yeah, for sure. It's like, holy shit, like, because they're losing games against teams that they should definitely not be losing games against. And they – I mean, they have – Like, they should be crushing. I don't know. They should. And they have a good bullpen, but their starters have been roughed up too, man. Um, Italian's yeah. not been good. Kluber's been bad. Um, bad, so bad. Corey – Corey Kluber, I, I thought he was washed after last year when he went to the Rangers. Yep. But we'll see. I, I liked him, but I don't think he uh, he's a shadow of himself for sure. Do you know what the contract they signed with him for the Yankees? Was? It was like his contract was? One, one year, 11 mil. So I guess oh, okay. That's not terrible. But, it's you know, Garrett Cole's really doing his 11 thing. mil's worth, though. Yeah, that's, he is. That's he essentially really it. He's, yeah. For their starting staff. And then Jordan Montgomery's kind of slid in and been okay, but... I'm uh, I'm I'm on edge if I'm a Yankees fan just because that's a not not a good start and especially after you see the Red Sox playing really well and yeah, and being the yeah, best right. offense in baseball. Yeah. So, what the um, hell, dude? I don't know. That's just crazy. You see that batting lineup and you're like, oh shit. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo, DJ. Yeah, Glaber. Like, Gio Urshel has been good for him in the yeah, past. Yeah, just like, Gio. Yeah. Gary Sanchez is he had two home runs in one game I think and he hasn't done anything else. He's got two home runs all the season so. Which was awesome because, like, Yankees fans were like, fuck yeah, dude, Gary's back. And then it's like, no. No, he just he just did that. <laughs> I don't know if he's back yet. You know, he just did that thing, and then that's it. And Jay Bruce has been playing first for him. Dude retired. Middle season. Dude, <laughs> he's like, I don't even want to be he's part like, of this He's like, I suck I'm this much, man. I, you guys, you're going <laughs> to release me. I'm just going to retire, actually. I did this. This is on me, actually. So, so. funny, dude. And Brett Gardner's still there. He's still doing his thing. He's hitting two forty with a three sixty seven on base. He's a good fourth outfielder. I love Brett Gardner, honestly. Do you? I don't know why, but he's just... He's like the holdover from the Jeter days, essentially. It's its just like my longing, because I yeah, love... Yeah, I don't know. I love Jeter, honestly. The only, uh, the only thing about Brett Gardner that I know is like... Uh, I think it was like last season or the season prior, he like charged the mound against Joe Kelly. Uh-huh. They got into a fight. That was like when the whole Joe Kelly fight club thing started, I think. Or it was like part of that. So, yeah, Yankees fans, I don't feel sorry for you, but nope. I would be worried. Yeah. So, um, I'm just going back to the West. Uh, what do you th- what do you think about the Angels? How do you feel about them? I love them. I love them. I think they're doing exactly I think I think what the Angels needed, right? Cuz they have Trout on there and then and so the Angels are like, we have the best guy, but like we're not doing well enough to like really utilize him or whatever, you know, and so everybody I think I think, like, uh, you know, the vibes around a team can pretty drastically affect, like, how the team plays. And I think now that they got, like, Shohei's back, Shohei's pitching, Shohei's batting, you know, they got some they got some big dudes out there. They're all out there having fun. They're freaking cracking balls. They're winning big games. You know, I think, I think just having that vibe of, like, you know, like, holy shit, we're winning. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We're good. We're having a great time doing it. I think I've, I like it. I think it's going to take them. I think they're going to go farther this season than they have before. That's what I think. I, I hope, think they'll get the playoffs. I hope they make the playoffs. Um, yeah, well, you said Shohei is on fire, man. Um, four yeah. homers. He's hitting three thirty three with a three seventy on base. Like he's, uh, it, it's tough there because they he's crazy. Like, they have Pujols on that last year of that monster contract, and he's Albert Pujols, so you want to play him. But like that dude right. needs to be benched because they have another first baseman, Jared Walsh, who's also slugging it. He's hitting three forty one yeah. with a four twenty six on you base. You got to put him out there. You, I mean, Albert Pujols has to sit. Like I mean, and it's not even like is he? I mean, it just. He's not good anymore. He's a good pinch hitter. That's what you can have him for. Yeah. We'll see what Pablo's doing in Atlanta, man. That's what Poulos can do. Yeah, is uh, is Rendon still injured? Yeah, he's still injured, and he was off to a nice little start. He was hitting two ninety. Um, once they get him back in the lineup, man, that'll that'll be really nice for him. I mean, you got Trout, Shohei, and uh, you got Dave Fletcher in there, who's, who's like an on base percentage master. Yeah, that dude you, is you got Fletcher great in there. at getting on base. Having a struggle off to the struggle to start the season off, but you know. 15 games in, 15, not even, because they had their series yeah. um, delayed, I'm pretty sure, against the Twins here this past weekend. Dude, um, my, dude my Trout's, my Trout's, my yeah. Trout's stat line is just like the yeah. stupidest thing. Guys, Anytime I just, pull up if, baseball reference. If you know, you know. Like, Mike Trout's just going to do his thing. He's just, he just, that's my, uh, he's, he's inhuman. Is what I can. He's, that was my child's first piece of baseball gear. I don't know if you <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, but my my child's were big big Cardinals fans. You know, obviously we live in St. Louis, whatever. But I refused to. I refuse. I, I I because I know at my wife's baby shower that they're that she's just gonna get showered with Cardinals shit. You know, <laughs> and it's like I refuse for my child's first thing in the era of Mike Trout. I I refuse for their first piece of gear to be not Mike Trout. So I I beat. The baby shower to the punch. That's <laughs> good looking him. out. Good looking out, Dad. Mike really, Trout jersey. That. That's right, man. We respect the man. We respect him. Yeah. And actually, I had a question. Since we're talking about, since we're talking about Mike Trout, I know this is like, I'm sure like on every single sports podcast ever, Mike Trout is like the most beaten dead horse ever. But like, uh, like, like, okay. So I have two questions for you, and then how you answer the first question will dictate the second question. Okay. So. Would you agree? Would would you would you say that Mike Trout is is the Michael Jordan of baseball? Um, no. You would not say he's there the have been better players. I mean, uh, uh, better players. There have been better players in baseball history that have also won championships. Better players than Mike Trout, though. Like they've won championships. And they have that over him, but they they themselves were better players than he was. Yeah, I mean Mickey Mantle is one I can say. Hold on, let me just Mickey Mantle played eighteen years in the big leagues. He was hurt his final couple, but like he, if you look him up, he him and Mike Trout like are I when Mike Trout was in like year three, dude, he was. I mean I thought Mickey Mantle just because you can go look at Mickey's numbers. Mickey was better. Sorry, I know you like Trout. And how many World Series did Mickey Mantle win? Yeah, that's fair. That's like the one. That's like the fucking thing. That's like the that's like the LeBron and Jordan argument type thing. Seven. It's like, yeah, LeBron's really good. Seven but rings for, for Mickey Mantle. Trout that's, has made one playoff, and they got swept in three games. So, <sighs> yeah. And it's hard to also say, like, are you the Michael Jordan? Because it's baseball. It's, it's, it's not five players on a court. It's nine dudes on a field, and then there's another – six guys, eight guys that pitch and come off the bench. It's like it's such a different sport than basketball. That's fair. There's like half the game that Mike Trout doesn't even really like fully participate in kind of thing. But yeah, I get what you're saying, but. Mike Trout is going to go down as one of the greatest players of all time. He fair. is a so, top three player at this moment in time. 
I'll definitely give you that. Yeah. Probably probably number one okay. still, honestly. He's probably the best player in baseball in my opinion. And I don't know In the league right now? Yeah, in the in the league right now. I mean Yeah, it's like it's like either him or Acuna, right? Yeah. Acuna's probably right behind him, but like Trout has the pedigree of Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing it for like longer. Ten plus years. It's just fucking insane. Being, so being insane, yeah. Having an above having an above nine OPS for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten seasons above nine. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just insane. And it was rookie who was nineteen and he got a cup of coffee, played forty games. Like that's it's <laughs> freaking insane. Okay, was, but anyway, so yeah, love, so love second the question. Uh, I, I do you um like. What do you what do you think it takes for people to start like I don't know. I feel like Mike Trout is like not recognized. Do you think people are just bored? I think Yeah, you think he, people are just bored with the fact that he's good all the time? I think baseball I think have they have a hard time promoting their players to the the world in general. I mean, yeah. Baseball obviously we all know this is not I mean, Football is more popular, basketball is more popular, and I'd say hockey might even be more just sure. exciting than baseball. Yeah, you got fights and upper 90 yeah. you know, half-court shots and stuff. Yeah. Um, baseball's kind of got a niche fan base, but I don't think he's... Like if like I said, if you know, you know, because it's Mike Trout, but yeah. the MLB has a hard time just showing their players off to the world. Um, recently, they've been doing a lot better. Uh, and Mike Trout's, it's no knock on him. He's just not the personality. He just wants to... Yeah, he's not. Yeah. He, he wants to do his thing. He wants to play. He wants to go out and be great. And, you know, off the field, he's also a good guy. But I, I, he's he's not one for the limelight. And also... Yeah, he's not like the big personality. He, like I said, has never really been on the national stage. I mean, all-star games. But like I... like You, you can't really expect everyone to know who he is because he's not playing in the World Series every October or, I mean, he's not even getting deep in the playoffs in October. He has been at home, sitting there and waiting. <laughs> watching, and watching. Yeah. So you think a deep playoffs run this season maybe, like, wakes some people up and they're like, okay, shit? Yeah, I definitely think it it shines more of a light on Trout. Um, and hopefully Otani, too, if they can do it. Um, it uh, but baseball does a bad job of promoting their players. Like I said, it's gotten more... Yeah. Um, apparent that they've tried more, like seeing guys like Acuna and Tatis. They're all about the young guys now. And, I mean, Mike Trout's only 29. He's still a younger guy, but yeah. yeah. But those guys have, like I said again, no offense, Trout, better personalities or at least bigger personalities, and and they like that. They like that, man. They they want that, and it's cool. I'd like to see the energy that those gentlemen bring to the field. And, like, uh, I love seeing them pimp. Home runs. I love seeing pitches. Soto after, shuffle. Yeah, Soto shuffle. I mean, Lindor's big old smile. And, yeah. you know, you love to see that personality in these guys because, you know, they are human and people can relate and that's cool. Um, and you just love to see that fire. Mike Trout plays with it, but he's it's inside him. He doesn't really express it that much. But uh, yeah, I love that it. expression for sure of seeing guys pump their fists after they get a big strikeout and stuff like that. I think uh, – I think that's just not how I think Trout has been groomed by Pujols. Honestly, this is my yeah, personal opinion. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good point. And yeah, Pujols, that's a good point. Having that stoic, like let your let your stats speak. Yeah, for let your game thing. show what the type of player you are, and you know. Yeah. I think that's uh, actually why Trout's such a great player. He was just he had that wisdom he was he was granted from Albert Pujols and guys that he sure. had to play with, um, but. Back to the Angels in general. I think they're going to be fun. Yeah. Eight and five. Um, tough division. I think they could be a wild card team. I'd like to see them win the division. It's it's pretty wide open. Yeah. Um, and they have pitching. I this think they year. go deep. Honestly, they haven't really had Dylan Bundy, Bundy, Heaney, and Keening. Those are three guys that you know I think could do well for them. They have Alex Cobb, and then you know Shohei's there when he he has only pitched one start. Uh, I think he's had some blister yeah. problems, but if Shohei pitches, you know. 15 games, man, that's that's 15 quality games that you can get out of this guy. So Yeah. It's we'll awesome. See, we'll it's see. a fun team. It's I'm happy for the fun. Angels. I like the Dylan Bundy acquisition. I like the Anthony Rendon acquisition. 
think it all looks good. I think they, I think they got it. I think they put some pieces around Trout to put themselves up for success. I mean, you have to, you know, because it's like a Jacob Degrom situation where it's like you're you're squandering, you're squandering like you know one of the best players of all time. Yeah. Like you gotta like use him, dude. Spend the extra money. You're like you'll make it back if you can go deep, you know, and give this man some freaking time to shine. That and is it sucks true, too because, like you said, he's not he's not a big personality where it's like he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna be like demanding to be traded because they're not winning or things like that. You know, he's like, he ain't like, I think he's, he's publicly said, he's like, when people ask him about the fact that they're not doing well, he's like, you know, the angels gave me a shot. I'm going to stick it out with them kind of thing. You know, like he's like really like honorable and loyal that way, but it like sucks. Cause it's like, dude, like, you know, you want to see like a Mookie Betts situation where, you know, it's like he goes over to the Dodgers and they win the world series and you get to see Mookie like pimp the shit out of, you know, where he's like stealing home base and hitting home runs, it's like yeah. you know you want Trout to get that shit too because like Trout's the man. He is one of the best players in baseball. Yeah, for sure. So um, we'll move on to the Astros if you're ready for that. Yeah, I am. Well, got some got some points about the Astros to talk about for sure. They're seven and eight on this young season. Um, I don't. They've been definitely hampered so far. What? Altuve, Bregman, and Alvarez have both, they've all missed five, six, seven, eight games because of COVID protocols. Yeah. So they haven't really had their full team together. Uh, Kyle Tucker, who was supposed to be the next big thing for them, not playing particularly well, hitting 193. Um, and then, I mean, Yuli Gurriel has been really good. Michael Brantley's been solid. Correa's been okay. Um, it came out in the offseason that Correa declined a, what, five year, $100 million deal? Yeah. Because he's like, I want to get paid what Lindor's getting paid. Big, big boy. Yeah. Right, exactly. Which, so. I don't know. Do you think, you think Correa is on the same level as Lindor? Nah, he's he's good. Nope. But he'll also be 27 going into free agency. So, I mean, you can give that guy an eight-year contract, 10-year contract. Yeah, I think he'll get more money for sure in free agency. But um, I don't know. But uh, I if, could, I'm, if I'm a GM, I don't want him because of his reputation. <laughs> if I'm being honest, with I you, think but, that's going mean, to hurt him. Honestly, skills. But I think I think a lot of these so guys good. coming from the Astros are. I mean, that have been part of this scandal. I just don't know how many people are going to view them. Unless, because well, if they if if this guy comes to my team, I'm like, you motherfuckers are responsible for my my buddy who's a pitcher who came out two starts against you guys, got lit up for like seven runs, and then got sent back down to AAA, and he hasn't come back up since. You know, it's like you motherfuckers. Got my friends, you know, kicked out. So it's like, yeah. There's like all te- teams across the league that have bad blood with like all of the guys on this Astros team. And they were such a fun team before that scandal, and now they were. Now we're they all were like, like fuck awesome them. to root for. Yeah, <laughs> but they really screwed themselves. Their offense looks like it's gonna be good. I mean, Gurriel is hitting three fifty eight. I mean, Altuve yeah. looks like he's having a nice little bounce back. Correa yeah. doesn't even have to be the second, third, fourth best player. It looks like it's gonna be. Altuve, Gurriel, Brantley, and Bregman, and then, you know, Correa yep. coming up fifth. Um, so, like, so and then Kyle Tucker shouldn't have to worry either, and your Alvarez is still there, too. It's like, wow, what a plethora of good hitters on this team. Yeah, well, most of them young, honestly, um, besides Gurriel and Brantley. But it looks like they're going to be – I think they'll be just fine. I think, in my yeah, personal opinion, so they might be the team to beat here. Especially, I would maybe agree with that. I, I don't think Verlander's coming back this year from Tommy John. No. I, I don't think so. Which or is if a, he does, I don't think they're going to get quality out of him. I don't think they're going to get enough quality that will matter in the long run. I think you know, I yeah, think they too yeah. short a stint. They won't give. They won't put him out there just because they don't want to risk anything. Uh, right. Exactly. Uh, but they're led by Granky, who, you know, still doing his thing. Thirty-seven years old, being a weirdo, he is. Um, He's awesome. Four starts. I've got a nice little stat here for you. Yeah, okay, let's hear so it. a little bit, of, a little bit of trivia. All right. So, uh, you know, Zach Greinke, he's, like, notorious for throwing, like, obscenely slow pitches, right? Yep. He has 34 pitches that he's pitched under 65 miles per hour. I want you to tell me how many of those pitches were hits. Like, in the technical sense, they counted as hits. I was going to say, like, four. Zero. Zero. He has thrown 34 pitches under 65 miles per hour, and none of them are hits. No one expects it. Isn't that... (laughs) Fucking nuts! <laughs> what the hell? It's like we were saying earlier, man. Throwing slow is—I mean, as long as you're deceptive about it, people are going to be yeah. like, "Oh shit, where did this come from?" 
Well, so. I think too, if you get a batter that's not like like you know like you don't get like a big poppy, you know, big panda, like you get like a smaller batter. It's like if they don't have the 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 velocity of like a ninety nine mile per hour fastball, like connecting with like the barrel of their bat, you know, it's like they can only hit it so hard. If they don't have the raw strength to just pump that ball, it's like yeah. You know, it's going to be like a slow ground out or a nice like little pop fly or something. You know, it's like they just don't physically have the power to like put it where, it, you know, somewhere to do damage. Target in the seats for sure. They can, like, yeah. they're, they're going to slap it for a single maybe. So it's not going to be right. the end all be all. And a lot of these dudes, they see that and their eyes get so wide and they just get ready to crush it. And they swing right through it. Or <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. freeze because right. they're like, whoa, what the hell did I just What see? the hell is this? Yeah. yeah. Is he intentionally walking me? You know, yeah. So. Um, but Granke's leading the rotation. Um, McCullers Jr. only gotten two stars, three starts. He's been roughed up a couple times. Uh, Jose Urquidy. I think Urquidy, the one they said he was sick. Urquidy, I think that's how we say it. I, I bet big on him this year. I got him in both fantasy leagues. I think he's going to be okay. I think. But he's still at 26. He's not been in the league that long. Uh, Odorizzi, yep. late start to his spring training, so... Um, he's getting roughed up as well. Nine yeah, earned rounds in seven up. and two-thirds innings. But, Ugh. yeah, that's gross. You're right. But, like we said, he had a slow start to his spring. So we'll see what happens yeah. there. But, in my opinion, I think that's the team to beat here. I think so, too. So, And then last but not least, we got the um, Rangers, which nothing. Texas Rangers, baby. One thing I like about them, Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo, love him. You know what really sucks about that team, though, okay? So, I, I picked up Joey Gallo in fantasy, right? Because, like, you know, the boy in 2019 was, like, home run derby. Like, he was just fucking cranking home runs like it was nobody's business. And so, like, I picked him up because I had, like, done some, like, you know, looking into it. It's, uh, you know, he uh, he hits the ball to the right field wall because he's a left-handed batter and he pulls it, like, he pulls it, like, almost 50% of the time, okay? Yeah. And so he pulls it to that left or that that right field wall. And so, uh, like, like I think it was like July last season or something like that. They finally moved into the new stadium, but the season was shortened and whatever. So this season, I'm looking at it, you know, and it's like Joey Gallo's hard hit rate is like 45 percent. He's like 50 percent pull to that right wall. The new stadium, I was like looking into like you know, the new walls in the new stadium, and that right field wall had come in almost 10 feet. So I'm like, oh, oh, oh like wow. I'm like licking my chops. I'm like licking my chops. Joey Gallo already hitting 40 homers in the old stadium, and now the the wall is now 10 feet shorter for him. Like he's gonna he's gonna be going ape shit. Yeah, hopefully. And then come into the season, come into the season, he he has like he's done like the responsible baseball thing and has realized his role on the Texas Rangers and like changed his plate discipline so that he's not swinging for the fences and now he's like. Working on on base percentage, and yeah, I'm like, he's you motherfucker, dude. I saw. Yeah, that. he's leading the league in walks, but it's like, dude, <laughs> you, you're in a park now where you can, you can like go ham. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I was so frustrated whenever I heard that because like I specifically picked you up so that you would hit tons of home runs for me, and now you're not gonna do that, which is like good for your team, but like bad for fantasy because I want you to just crank fat homers. Keep over hitting that dingers. Wall. Yeah, he's only got one, yeah. only, one only year so far, but. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, he leads the league in walks, and his on base is like what four fifty. Yeah, it's wild. It's really so. good. So it's like good for you, but like fuck, man, I want you to hit homers. Yeah, I'm not too excited about this so. team. There's nothing really there. Me neither. Kyle Gibson's been good. I think that's a guy they could trade. I think a lot of guys on this team you're looking at and like, well, they picked him up, and uh, he might be able to be traded. So Kyle Gibson, uh, they have Mike Fultonevich, former Brave. Getting absolutely destroyed uh, yeah, this not season. Great. Not uh, good. I think kid named Dane Dunning looks like he's been doing really well. Three starts, no earned runs. Is that what I've seen? Or no, one earned run and three starts. Uh, That's pretty solid. Nick Solak. Has uh, been Solak doing good. Yeah, Solak. I mean, but there's nothing really shows me. There's anything. nobody here. Yeah, Brock Holt's on that team still. I think that's just going to be a bottom barrel team that we're going to see get just lit the hell up. Which yeah, Rangers fans. Remember, just remember finally on 2010 and 2011, and then other than that, I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's not even something you can look back finally on. Not, in 2011, you don't even really want to remember that well either, I just, right? I just want I mean, to forget about it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. The only thing, it's, it's like saying that it makes me even more sad because it's like, Joey, dude, if, if you're out there for some reason and you listen to this shit, just 
fuck the plate discipline, dude. <laughs> like, the people around you, like, it's good for you. Like, that's what you, like, that's probably what you should do, but the people around you are not gonna, it's not gonna pay that off. Just fucking swing for the homers and try and set some records, dude. People, get people stirring about you so that maybe the Rangers will, like, sell you off or you'll get bought out by some big fat contract as you just crank, like, uh, you know, I think one uh, because I want to see it, but two because like fuck, man, my fantasy team needs you. I think uh, he's gonna get a nice little contract. He's got one more. He's so got this too. year and next year with the Rangers, and then he's uh, he's gonna be able to walk. And if they're not playing well, I think the guy can get a good contract on a team that wants him. That to- and yeah, a winning I team. So, so. imagine like Joey Gallo going to like the Angels too, or something like that. Yeah, that'd be Fucking nice. Sick. That's just like he's a compliment piece that a lot of guys, a lot of teams would want. Yeah, honestly, and. I thought mm-hmm. he was a free agent after this season, but he's got one more year on the book, so I don't know if they trade him at the trade deadline. But he could be yeah, someone. He could be someone we're talking about getting traded later on. So, hopefully. Okay, and last but not least, we're going to go to the AL Central, this division. I'll just go from the bottom. Um, Detroit, Detroit, you're six and ten. You had a cool opening day game that you guys won in snow, but other than that, what's 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 the like? I mean, I think. Uh, Miguel Cabrera's on the DL, and he wasn't even playing well before he got hurt. Akil, B- Akil Badu, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, he's been like cool. That. He's been fun to watch. Yeah, Badu's been cool. It's like the only thing cool on that team. Four right? homers, eleven RBIs. He's been playing really well for him. Um, but I don't, I don't really know anything else about this lineup, man. Uh, I don't either. I just don't care that much. Yeah, sorry, Detroit. And then Matthew Boyd, that's a guy, and Casey Mize. Those are their two good pitchers. But other than that. Like we don't. I like Casey Mice. He's uh, he was a number one pick sure. a couple of years ago, and Matthew Boyd had a really good nineteen. I think twenty was kind of tough for him. Not a really good nineteen, but he was a solid player. Uh, I think that's a guy you'll see on the trade block at some point this season. Yeah. Um, and then next Minnesota. Minnesota's been plagued by COVID, so they've only played fourteen games. Um, and um, but they do have this guy named Byron Buxton, who's just. Just finally going off, setting the league on fire, dude. Finally going setting off, we've been on fire. We all this was like uh, one of those guys we've been waiting to pop off, and he's finally doing it. He's still in the twenty-seven, so he's still pretty young. But yeah, yeah start the season he was just yeah he's hitting four sixty-nine with a five twenty-eight on base. Only played nine games, but yeah, very exciting. He's got a one dot. He's got like a one dot one slugging. And a one dot six OPS. Wow, he's got yeah. a three sixty two OPS plus. All he does is, is hit fucking for power. Wild, that is fucking wild. And they still got Nelly Cruz on this team. That guy just never ever stops hitting. He's gonna be fifty years old and still hitting in the league. He's hitting three ninety with a one point one five seven OPS. Like what? I mean, was he, is he? I don't know if he's ever gonna stop. I really don't. I don't either. It's crazy. He's just like, I don't know. He's just got that swing, I guess. You know, it's like. He does. He has a nice swing. He, he, that nice, easy swing. He's getting old, like he's getting older, but he's still got the power and he can still just, he can still just pop it, you know? But I think this team's going to come alive here shortly. Like we said, we only played 14 games. They have a really solid offense. Um, Simmons is out. I understand Simmons, but he'll be back shortly. I don't think they're going to be able to, you're not going to be able to stop him. You're not going to be able to hold him down for much longer. And their pitching staff is solid. Um, Michael Pineda, Jose Barrios, and Kenta Maeda leading the charge. Love like that's, all of them. That's pretty solid. Um, they yeah, got all good. J.A. Happ and Matt Shoemaker. They're four and five guys. Solid. Good. Um, bullpen looks like it's been struggling a bit, but early on, that'll all even out for yeah. the most part. Um, I think they'll definitely be one of the contenders in the division. Uh, next team is the White Sox. They just lost today, so I believe they're eight and nine. Yeah, eight and eight. Oh, eight and nine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, the big story for them has been they lost Eloy Jimenez to start the season. Yep. Tough. But they got this guy named Yermin Mercedes who is just absolutely tearing the cover off the ball. What the fuck? It's, it's like, crazy. yeah, it is. He's been really good for him. Um, he pitched this morning, this afternoon, whatever, because they were down so much. Threw an 87-mile-per-hour fastball. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but, you know, they just need guys' bats to you know, wake up Grindal and Abreu, uh, Moncada. I mean, Luis Roberts, Luis Robert, whatever his name is. He's been their, <laughs> been their best player, it looks like, offensively for the most part, besides Mercedes. 
they have Adam Eaton, too, who's been doing his thing. And then Tim Anderson is just coming back from that hamstring injury. So, um, yeah. They're solid. And then the big thing with the White Sox, the big story here recently, um, Carlos Rodon through that beautiful no-hitter. That's awesome. Um, dude had a perfect game with one out in the ninth. He, he had the slider working, and that slider slid a little too much and hit someone on the top of the foot. So he, he lost his no-hitter, or his perfect game, but he was able to complete the no-hitter, and it was awesome. Um, Lance, they interviewed the guy that got hit on the foot yeah, exactly. after the game, and he was like, he was like, no. He's like, I wasn't trying to do anything. He was like, it just like the ball came in, and... It like it was like he was like it's cold out there. I don't want to get hit. It just happened to get me like right on the toe, you know, whatever. And then they interviewed Carlos Rodon, and he's like, he was like, if I'm him, I'm not moving. Yeah, yeah. he probably took it <laughs> or like you know whatever. He's like, if I, I'm not gonna let this guy get this easy, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let that thing hit me. Yeah, so I thought for that sure. was funny. Where the one guy was like, no, I didn't, I didn't let it hit me. And then Carlos Rodon is like, he probably let it hit him. <laughs> you know? Respect, dude. It's all about that. Yeah. Um, but they have a really good rotation as well. You know, if Rodon can be really good, they got Giolito. Who did get roughed up today, but that guy's, uh, you know, Cy Young contender. And then Lance Lynn, he had three starts. He had a complete game shutout in one of them, but he's got, in 19 innings, he's got a one point, or a point nine two ERA. That dude just gets better. He's like Jesus. fine wine or cheese, dude. Better with it. So, yeah, it's so weird. It's awesome seeing him go out there. We were talking about that the other day, but he's got this, like, big gut. And, like, he just doesn't look, I don't know, he just looks crazy, but he just throws absolute fire. And it's wild to see, man. He is, yeah, he is not what you'd think a professional athlete would look like, but... No. Like I was saying, you have to be in such good shape to throw a ball 100 times really fast. For sure, 100%. But, yeah. So he is in good shape, we're sure of it. Lancelin, let us know. We do love you. Um, yeah, we love you. St. Louis boy. And then Dylan Cease and Dallas Keuchel are probably the three four, or four or five guys. Dallas Keuchel's mm-hmm. a big fan of him. Um, and then I think Dylan Cease had a really good start last night if I'm not mistaken. So we're going to see the White Sox, I think, probably take the division, in my personal yeah, opinion. I, so. I don't know. I um, think so, too. Next one, we got Cleveland. They're 6-7. and seven. Or, no, I'm sorry, 8-7. Eight 8-7, and seven. Eight and seven. yeah. Led by the best pitcher in baseball, Shane Bieber. He is awesome. Okay, I don't know if it's him or DeGrom are the best pitchers. Um, Bieber, in four starts, he's got 48 strikeouts. Like, that's... <laughs> 12 a game, Devin. 12 Crazy, a game average, dude. dude. That's insane. I got to look up his baseball spot real quick. Yeah. Um, Trisha McKenzie, Logan Allen, Zach Plesek, and Aaron Savali uh, round out the rotation. Um, it looks like Shane Bieber's – he's 26. He's the oldest guy along with Savali and Plesek in that rotation. He is the elder statesman, and it's insane that he is – and he's doing his thing at such a young age, but he's so damn good. So, very exciting. God damn, dude, his his pitch is <laughs> the heat map. The heat map on his four seam fastball is like that. That dude just that dude just plays with the freaking shadow zone right on the edge of the strike zone box right there. But it's like, oh my god, it's it's like perfectly painted right around the box. Yeah, that's why he's that's why he's like, so elite, man. He can, he can, yeah, he can just yeah. he can just spot it and he. And he knows, I mean, he knows his. He knows his bread and butter. He knows when yeah. to throw this pitch this way. He just knows how to manipulate a batter, and that's why we're seeing him win a Cy Young last Christ. year and and be Degrom esque this year. So it's going to be yeah. exciting to watch him. Um, if they can get a good bullpen down, which looks like they have, um, Emmanuel yeah. Clase. I don't know if Clace, you guys. Uh-huh. He's he's a he's a fireballer. Kid's talented. It's gonna be. He's gonna be exciting to watch along alongside James Karinchek. Um The offense is what I'd be worried about if I'm a Indians yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have Lindor. Um, I think the guys you got back weren't that good as well. I'm yeah, Jose Rosario. Ramirez. So they're kind of. Yeah, they have, Jose Ramirez is the guy in that lineup. Uh, they got Eddie Rosario yeah. from uh, as a free agent, but. The, they just don't really have anyone that excites me other yeah, than Ramirez and I guess Rosario. They let Tyler yeah. Naquin walk last year or got rid of him, and he's lighting the world on fire over there in Cincy. Going crazy. So, uh, just hit a home run yesterday, I think. They they need their offense to keep them afloat or at least be better. So, Yep. 
We'll see what happens there. I'm a big fan of Cleveland. I just I love Terry Francona and their pitching staff's gonna kind of rot. Be one of the best in the league. So. Yeah. And I then agree. we're gonna go on to the Kansas City Royals leading the division. They're nine and five with big old dummy Mike Matheny at the helm as the manager. I'm not a Mike Matheny fan. Not a big fan of him nope. at all. Big um, dummy. But they're a fun team, honestly. I love Salvador Perez. He's one of my favorite players in baseball. Yeah, he's great. He had an insane year last year in the shortened season. He was hurt in 2019, but he's back. They they paid him, and he's doing his thing. He had a walk-off homer the other day, and the dude just – him and Yachty are the two, two best players yeah. in my mind over the past – what five six years to be a catcher? He is he is up there, man. He yeah. the reason they were in the World Series is they had this guy behind the behind the fucking wheel, dude, doing his thing. Um, yeah, they got Whit Merrifield. I know I know you're a big Whit Merrifield fan, I believe. Yeah, he's, I think he's underrated. Honestly, I don't think he gets talked about enough. And I mean, uh, I'm sure he gets talked about a decent amount, but I still don't think he gets talked about enough. He's got great stats. Hey, dude, he's just a his on, his, on, his on base percentage is like fantastic. And yeah, he can just hit. He hits for power. He steals bags. He plays. I know for a while he was playing like second base and the outfield, for, center field, honestly, for him. Yeah. So he was just doing it for him. Um, <clears throat> All around player. They got Ben Intendi in the offseason. He's struggling. Carlos Santana, they got in the offseason struggling. Jorge Soler, the guy who's in that lineup to hit home runs, has one. And he's hitting 167. Also struggling. Ouch. But I think this team's talented. I like Michael Taylor. He's probably been their best player so far. I like their offense. I think they're going to be dynamic and exciting. I'm kind of excited to just see what happens with them this season. I think they can definitely get in people's way when it comes to trying to win that division. I think they're going to do a good job at at least putting a wrench in things. And I think they could fight till the very end for a playoff spot. But I think so, too. This is two weeks in, so maybe I'm being a little overzealous about the Royals. They've got good offense, though. I don't think you're, I don't think you would be alone in believing in this team. Like and their they, offense looks really good. You they know? have an okay pitching staff. Uh, Mike Miner, yeah, it's struggling a little bit, but Brady Singer, twenty-four year old, doing really well. Danny Duffy, in two starts, he's got a .75 ERA in twelve yeah, innings. Solid. Um, Brett Keller, I I thought he was going to do well this year. He's been he's been poo poo. Eleven earned runs in nineteen innings. Um, but they have a solid bullpen as well. We'll just see how Matheny manipulates it or confuses it himself. <laughs> For real. So. Yeah, pulls guys when they don't need to be pulled. And yeah, shit. he did that. Jacob Junis was throwing a no-hitter through like five innings, and he pulled him. <sighs> this is like two Suck weeks ago. To see. And they lost the game. Suck to see. So thanks a lot, Matheny. So, yeah, that wraps up the American League. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.